What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the match because they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here, going full nerd. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes it's difficult getting the time to record these reviews um, for the podcast and for the YouTube channel. But I try to do the best I can. And sometimes I get lucky and I get in front of. Of, I'm not going to say I get in front of everybody else, but I get to do something pretty quick. And this is one of those. So we're talking a little bit about the DC Universe movie, Batman, Soul of the Dragon. So let's talk about this animated feature where, you know, I mean, it's an Elseworlds tale. Let's, let, let's read the, let's read the um, official synopsis. Set in the midst of the swinging 1970s, this Elseworld adventure finds Bruce Wayne training under a master sensei. It is here that Bruce, along with other elite students, is forged in the fire of the martial arts discipline. The lifelong bonds that they form will be put to the test when a deadly menace arises from their past, and it will take the combined efforts of Batman, world-renowned martial artist Richard Dragon, Ben Turner, and Lady Shiva, and their mentor, O-Sensei, to battle the monsters of this world and beyond. Now, I'm going to spoil a little bit of this. That's just what I do. So if you have not seen this or you, you, you're just that type that can't take any little information that may pop up and you want to be completely surprised, pause this, watch it, and then come back. Now, give you a couple of seconds and we'll get on for the rest of you who just want the opinion. Okay, here we go. So, now let's talk about the characters. So, all right. One of the things that I saw with this that I'm not going to say I had a problem with it. I'm not going to say that it's good, bad, or indifferent. But they changed a few things about some of these characters. Now, would it be in an Elseworlds tale? Yes, I understand. Richard Dragon in the comic books is a Caucasian male. All right. I think this was done in the 1970s a lot, especially in the comic books in 1970s, where you had people that related to, I mean, the writers and stuff like that, because they overly did a lot of stereotypical things back then in comic books. I mean, let's look at Marvel Comics with the Mandarin in Iron Man. I mean, you know, and Shang Chai, the master of Kung Fu, being the son of Fu Manchu. These are things that they've retconned out of existence and they've kind of made things less stereotypical, less offensive, but these are the things that used to happen back then. So with this, what Bruce Timm, who's the producer of this, as you can tell by the animation style once you start to watch this, is that he did a change. And they modeled Richard Dragon more so after Bruce Lee. Eat from down to the fighting style, the little nuances, like wiping his nose in a battle, and they took a lot of elements 
from Bruce Lee movies when showing Richard Dragon. Couple of other things. Lady Shiva, they didn't really deviate too much from this. She trained in the same places as Bruce Wayne. She um, became a master of the martial arts, became known as the most dangerous woman in the world, went to being a crime lord. This was something that pretty much translated from the comic books to this animated Elseworlds feature pretty much untouched. So that was pretty cool. Um, here's where they had a couple of changes. And this is where you might have a couple of spoilers. Now, they had a character, young character, curious child known as Jane. This character was actually Cheshire, who was the vi villain in most of the Teen Titans. And for those of you who read Teen Titans, they know that this was the supervillain that basically had a child with Green Arrow's protege, Red Arrow, Arsenal, Speedy, whatever you want to call it. In here, she's just a novice martial arts student that trained with Bruce Wayne when he was learning martial arts. Pretty cool. Then you have Rip Jagger. In the comic books, he's known as Judo Master. I think it was during World War II or whatever, or Vietnam, whatever you want to call it. I forget. I've never read Judo Master comics. I had to do a little research on him. He was a hero. But in here, he's a little less heroic than his comic book counterpart. That's what I'll just leave at that. Lastly, you have Ben Turner, who is Bronze Tiger. Now, Bronze Tiger is a master assassin. Um, uh, what, what do they call him? Bounty Hunter, whatever you want to call it, for hire in the comic books, portrayed by Michael Jai White. Now, the reason why I mentioned Michael Jai White, because this being one of the only black characters, major black characters in this film, he is straight 1970s black exploitation. And I think Michael Jai White added a little bit of that black dynamite flavor in the speech tone and attitude of this character which brought a little giggle laugh smile to my face now here's a couple of things i i think i said it and i'll say it again i think they're showing a toned down version of batman to kind of soften us up for robert pattinson in the live action that's cool now i'm gonna say this it made me feel pretty old and I'm not saying it in a bad way, but I'm saying it in a good way because I kind of felt like that eight-year-old kid watching Kung Fu Theater again without the grainy film, without the, you know, mouth moving, but hearing the words type of thing, sitting in front of the television on Saturday morning watching Kung Fu Theater. That's what we used to do in New York when I was growing up. Now, this I could classify as a bat exploitation, not a black exploitation, but a bat exploitation film because... They could have actually done this with or without Batman, but I know that they did it with Batman to draw in the Batman fan crowd. Here's the deal. Combining flashbacks, storytelling, and, you know, just making these characters into a cohesive team. This is a pretty great animated feature. Notice I said great. I didn't say good. It kept me interested from start to finish with the twists, the turns, the surprises along the way, the fights, the action. It was pretty, pretty awesome. Now, villain motivation, 
we got it about two thirds of the way through. It was very light, very thin. But if you read comic books, you know who the villain is. It's Cobra, not Col not not Cobra Commander, not GI Joe Cobra, but Cobra from DC Comics. You know, trying to um, bring in or usher an age of chaos. I can understand that. They kind of kept that going. He's pretty ruthless, pretty sadistic. Um, the twist brings a villain into it that you're like, well, damn. And the surprise ending leaves you awestruck. What do I give this? What does it get on the going full nerd scale? Well, let's put it this way. Bruce Tim animation is Bruce Tim animation. I love the character design. I'm used to it. It's what I want to see. It is something I am used to from Batman animated series, Justice League, Unlimited, and all those shows. So A plus kudos to that. Storytelling, flashbacks, paced out real good. Some portions seemed like it was a little thrown together. Nice homages to 1970s style theater movies. You could tell somebody was having fun with this. Great. It gets a five out of five from me. Yes, it gets a rare five going full nerd review. So everybody, if you think this was a five after you've watched it, let me know. Call in, leave a message. Tell me what you thought about Batman, Soul of the Dragon. And if you're lucky enough and if it's clean enough, I'll go ahead and play it on air with your thoughts and your reaction to this film. Now, if you don't want to watch it on digital, you got to wait till January 26th to get the hard copy um, Blu-ray version. But hey, it's well worth it in my eye. That's it. Check me out Sunday, 6 p.m. for the podcast recording. Check me out on Anchor.fm, YouTube.com, Pandora, iHeartRadio. And as always, peace. And I'm out of here. Later, y'all. Say it with your chest now. Say it with your chest now. I'm young.